You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's our 26th year on the air. You're tuned into tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, December 3rd, 2021. Reminding you, as always, check your spam filters frequently and back up your important data. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And we've got a bunch of folks with calls and questions. Sean in Gilmer, Texas coming up. And, of course, we hope to address your calls, your concerns. But at the same time, tis the season. We want to hear from you, our loving audience. Well, we love you. I hope you love us, too. With holiday greetings. So around 30 seconds or less, whatever you'd like to say. I joke you can just read from a greeting card if you'd like, whatever. But from your heart, some holiday greetings and then just toss it back to us in the studio. And we will add some holiday music, and we will play those coming out of commercial breaks and get you on the air and send you a prize for doing so. You can't add the music yourselves because we can't afford that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A couple have done that, and we've said, hey, thanks so much, but copyright infringement, so we have to use our paid music libraries. So we'll add the music. We just want your voice. With whatever holiday greeting, just tell us whatever's on your mind. Yeah, maybe tell us what tech gift you want Santa to bring you this year. That would be fine. I mean, in addition to more into tomorrow. Yeah. No, no. How much more can we give them? No, we can't. We're just, we've, we've given everything. Well, we, we give already, it all we got. We already give 24 hours a day, seven days a week on our uh, app and our website. That's true. We stream with the last seven weeks worth of shows. Mm-hmm. So, so there's nothing more to give yeah. except our love. And surprises so, that we'll tell you about a little bit later. Yeah, that's right. So stay tuned. <laughs> so when you send us your holiday greeting and we put it on the air, that qualifies you for prizes as well. It really is that simple because we always say all you got to do to win prizes is be heard on the air. So a lot of listeners have already done that. This is our first week of these holiday rejoins, as we call them, because you're rejoining the show after commercial break, and we get to hear you. So do send us yours in any number of ways. Probably the easiest way is the Ask Dave Mike button at intotomorrow.com. You can do it from any device with a browser and a microphone. Just hopefully not, don't sound like you're calling from across the room because then it sounds weird. Yeah. Like you're in an igloo in the North Pole or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Tech news and commentary, and then back to your calls. It's more of the Google announcements. They announced Google's Assistant's Family Bell feature is now available on Android phones. First launched last year on smart displays and speakers, Family Bell was originally designed to help families keep to a schedule, such as designated bedtimes and reminders of chores to be done. Oh, boy. Uh, back in August, Google announced that Family Bell would be arriving on Android soon, and now it has. Uh, now, when you set up a new bell, whether from your smart display or your phone, you can choose to have your Android devices ring with that reminder. Uh, this is especially helpful for maintaining a schedule as we venture out to do holiday shopping or visit family members. Oh, 
Well, it might be helpful. I think the kids will probably be upset with it, but yeah. hey. Or the kids might abuse it, like you know Cameron does with my Amazon Alexa. I mean, I was, you know, the last time he'd stay with me for the weekend, I brought him back to his mom's house. Later that night, I'm back at home, I'm doing the dishes or something, and all of a sudden, you know, I hear Alexa, here's your reminder. Papa's butt stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he had set that, just telling Alexa to, to remind me at so-and-so time. Yeah. yeah. Knowing and, and I, that you would be back home from bringing him to his mother's, yeah. and you would hear that, and he would just be laughing, assuming that you heard it. And you were probably saying that, kid. Yeah. I mean, at least he stopped adding things to my shopping list like he yep, used to. Me too. I wouldn't find that out until I was at the store every, and pull up my Amazon list. Every time he visited me, he would put adult diapers <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. Uh, poopy pants. And Okay, Cameron. That's, you're nine now. That's enough. <laughs> but he still gets a kick out of it. And come on. Frankly, so do I. Yeah. What the heck? 66% or two in three U.S. adults started their holiday shopping this year. Prior to November, signaling that people are bargain hunting earlier than usual in the face of potential supply chain disruptions. Just around one-third of shoppers reported not starting their holiday shopping even yet. A recent survey showed that nearly three in four are either unaffected or more likely to purchase tech this year following the pandemic. Yeah, well, and that early and now late shopping is the biggest contributor to the story I talked about in the first hour this week about how Cyber Monday didn't meet anybody's expectations yes. and how Amazon wasn't able to announce this year that they had the best Cyber Monday yet. Because they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So if you missed that story, shame on you, because that means you missed hour one, or at least hour one's tech news segment. So be sure and download our free podcasts anywhere you would subscribe to any podcast. We're everywhere. Sorry, but we are everywhere. Or you can visit intotomorrow.com and just play it from there. NASA and the Energy Department's Idaho National Laboratory are accepting initial design proposals for a plan to deploy a nuclear reactor to the moon by 2030 to support future space exploration. Now, if nuclear reactors are good enough for the moon... They ought to be good enough here, because isn't that clean energy? It is clean energy. Yeah. It's just that when there's a problem, it's a big problem. Yeah. Let's just make sure there's not a problem. Yeah. Let's <laughs> Don't think Chernobyl here. Just That's realize what, yeah, I mean, that I, there's issues. I'm thankful enough. That, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for our nuclear power down here in South Florida, but I'm also thankful enough that I live far enough away from the, yeah. the, the plant that it won't be an issue. <laughs> you know you're safe that far enough away because... The emergency sirens that they have all around the nuclear reactor in South Dade County, South Miami-Dade, um, stop being visible and audible and so forth when you're away from that area. We always see them heading down to the Keys, of course, because we go through that area. And you look at them, it's, oh, those are those nuclear emergency sirens. Yeah. Yeah. And they test them once a month or something? Yeah, something or, like that. Yeah. And fortunately, we never see or hear them because we live considerably north of South Miami-Dade. Yeah. In fact, we're almost in South Broward County, but we're in Miami-Dade, and we don't have that issue. But I still think we should have more nuclear reactors. Not in my backyard, but, yeah, well, <laughs> but cause, more. Well, because we can't take advantage in South Florida. We can't take advantage of, like, hydroelectric power. We've got no waterfalls down here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's all flat, so there's no dams or mountains yeah, where water can't, comes. Can't or, put a lot of, you know, uh, windmills because what happens in a hurricane? <laughs> <laughs> well, you get extra electricity oh, yeah. in a hurricane because they, they whip around so fast they fall off and then they just go and cut through houses. Yeah. So yeah, we got nuclear and we got coal. What you know? So well, pick your poison. Soil, solar. Oh yeah, yeah. You got a lot of sun. 
and I've been sun. and I've been very weirdly trying to research some solar panels for my house, and man, there's a lot of crooks in that industry. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten <laughs> such wide and varied prices. About all sorts of stuff. Oh, no, and for for $60,000, that doesn't come with any battery backup or anything. Yeah. Oh, great. So what happens if it's just a rainy day for two or three days? Well, then, of course, you're just on the Florida power and light grid. Well, that's what I'm trying to get off of. Yeah, and you know what they don't tell you? And they tell you you can save a ton of money to your power company, but what they don't tell you is it takes you probably 20 or 30 years to have, the, have, the, have mm-hmm. had the things pay for itself. And by that time, the stuff is defaulting as old. It's just ancient. Oh, my gosh. Sean in Gilmer, Texas, listens on KTBB AM and FM. Hey, Sean. My question is if there is a Bluetooth headset or a phone that can dial using voice only, not touching, not single touch, just voice only. And um, I'm searching. I can't find that. It's one of the requirements for my job. Uh, So. Anyway, if you could help, that'd be great. Well, Sean, we'll certainly do our best. Any earbud or headset that says something like Alexa-enabled, Google Assistant-enabled, or Siri-enabled will do just that. Just ask your assistant to make the call. No touching required. Now, depending on your choice of phone, different options may be better for you. For example, any Apple or Beats headset is pretty much guaranteed to work well with any Apple phone since they own the brands. Yeah, and the same goes for Pixel products and Google. Um, If you want a generic solution, any Alexa-enabled headset should work just fine. Uh, And making calls is about the most basic thing they can do. Uh, For example, you can take a look at the Jabra Elite 85H, the Bose 700S or QC35LLS, or Sony's WH-1000XM4. Uh, don't worry, we'll have all this stuff on IntoTomorrow.com. So, yes. um, they'll all let you make uh, touchless requests, including the ability to make a call. Yeah. So, Sean, let us know what you end up with and how well it works for you, because it'll help other listeners all the way into tomorrow.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline, our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. That includes, of course, products and services, gadgets and gizmos, apps, software, hardware, all sorts of neat things available 
today and into tomorrow. And we're delighted that you've tuned into the program. Even more delighted when you call in and participate. And there's so many easy ways to do that. The latest, easiest way is to visit us at intotomorrow.com. Click on the Ask Dave button, and that's very easy to do. So again, visit us at intotomorrow.com, the Ask Dave button. Hey, while you're there, sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter as well. We'd be delighted if you do that. Our next guest founded a company with the mission of protecting children online, and they recently created a very interesting app for monitoring cyberbullying of children. So attention all parents and grandparents and everyone interested in helping to protect children. The founder of Keepers Child Safety, Hanan Lipskin. Hanan, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? So thank you for inviting me. A very pleasure to be here. Well, we're uh, delighted to have you. And, and you're joining us from Tel Aviv, Israel, as I understand. So we do appreciate that. Apparently, that's where Keepers Child Safety is headquartered, I'm guessing. First of all, that is correct. Actually, we will tell you a little bit more about our headquarters, which is a little bit more interesting story. We are in Tel Aviv. We are in Vienna. We are also in the West Bank. And I will connect all of those dots together to a very interesting story about our technology and our story as a company. Very fine. Uh, by all means, let's hear it then. I, I always like to know a little about the company, and then we'll get into the product or the app or the service uh, after we know a little bit about your company. Maybe I will start a little bit about why I've created this company, which is an interesting story. Um, as a teenager, I grew up in Jerusalem. And once I grew up as a teenager in Jerusalem, it was a tough time. So I was a victim of two suicide attack bombs when I was 14 years old. Oh. And it was some challenging days. And I had to switch schools in the middle of the year because I couldn't uh, uh, communicate through a bus anymore. Um, and it was similar to the days of COVID right now because you were stuck at home during most of the time. And um, I started to develop my skill set as a hacker. Uh, basically, we used to hack to website to university in the state, from then to university in France, for example. And then we took out some terrorist website. Uh, so it did got me into a lot of trouble, but in the end, uh, it got me to a position in the Israeli army, which I was uh, serving in the Israeli army in the defensive monitoring and attacking units, uh, the cyber security space, which following I used to work for the global company Cisco. Now, once I was at the age of 27, I started to reflect all about those days when I was suffering from bullying. And I decided that I have two options in my life. Option number one is I can make it as a memorial to everything which is wrong in my life. Option number two is to make it as a pivot place to create growth and to create something which is more positive to the world. So I said to myself, hey, I know how to detect messages on social media because that's what I've done during my time in the army. And if I can add an algorithm that can understand if the information is toxic, racism, bullying, what have you, then I can report it to the parent. And this is how I started my journey at Keepers. So the beginning created a very, very simple application, which we were able to detect messages. At the beginning, it was only on WhatsApp. And I've installed it on my nephew device. I told my, my I have a twin nephews, two, two nephews. Uh, and I installed it on their device, and I told them exactly what Keepers is doing. And after two hours plus minus, I received that my nephew, she was 12 years old, she was starting sex texting. And I was like, she's 12 years old. What's happened? So at yeah. one point, I was very happy, but very concerned on the, on the same stage. You know, she's my nephew. 
how come does it happen? And two minutes later, her twin sister taught all of the kids at class how they can puke after they can eat so they can stay slim as any other famous Hollywood actors. So, no, this was my journey at Cisco. It was on Saturday afternoon. Um, the next day in Israel, we were working on Sundays. On Sunday, I quitted my job and started Keepers, and this is how the company started. This is the why I'm doing it. Well, that that is fascinating. And the fact that you actually started out as a hacker uh, to take down terrorist organization websites uh, is certainly fascinating. And and as you mentioned, then joining the Israeli army that allowed you uh, to get involved more uh, in cybersecurity. So that's very cool. And I'm glad that it was uh, the inspiration, if you will, from family members that got you to start Keepers. So now let's talk about Keepers and what does that do uh, in terms of, of helping to protect kids? Yes. So before we talk about Keepers, which I will talk, I would like to add something even more interesting about the why. A final note. Um, our office was created in Jerusalem. It was 200 meters away from where I had my uh, suicide attack bomb incidents when I was injured. And it was very important for me to create a social impact. So I decided I can walk the talk instead of just talking about it. So we have five employees from the West Bank, and we have employees from Vienna, and we have employees from Israel. So we have on the same table Orthodox Jewish, Muslim, Christian. Everybody's working together to save lives. And this is really important for me because we were all created by God, and you know, we, we are obligated to love everyone. So this is exactly what we are doing at Keepers. We are mandatory to love everyone. And how does it work? So basically, you install the application on the child device. Very simple. And then you install it also on the parent device. The child is the sender, while the parent is the listener. So every message a child will send or receive on WhatsApp, Facebook, or what have you, we can detect it. And then only if it's offensive, we are reporting it to the parent. If it's not offensive, we are not reporting it. As about the privacy, it was very important for us because we designed it by privacy. So we are obligated to the GDPR laws and also different privacy laws. Uh, so the information is processed on our server and then it's deleted because we are monitoring and shifting it only to the parent. And that's it. Simple as that. Now, because we can see whatever is on the screen, then even if a child will browse to any prohibited website, which there are many other categories like this, we can report it to the parent even if they will use VPN. So that's really important, but also we kept the parents to decide which categories are okay and which are not based on the child's age, so they will have the flexibility. Now, all of those features was created because we have designed application, designed by privacy, and designed by philosophy. So we actually took, <laughs> we have in our board member a seat for teenagers at the age of 14, at the age of 13, which they are teaching us what is right, what is wrong, what we should add. Uh, for example, PAL, which means parental listening. <laughs> if I was not a child, I would never know about it. Yeah, I if see. I, 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 did, I did not know that either, but that's important for parents and grandparents to know. PAL, it's like, oh, is that your pal? Yeah, that's my pal. No, but they're saying parents are listening, or maybe somebody's watching over my shoulder or whatever. And again, kids will do whatever they can to get away with stuff if they think it's okay in the long run. But that's kind of interesting that you picked up on even that. So if you see pal... Is that something then that gets reported to the parent just to be on the alert? So the acronyms of PAL, which will be reported to the parent, and then in brackets we will tell them exactly what does it mean. And even if we will send you a picture of emojis of an apricot, which is extremely offensive, 
you can report it and you know those kind of of uh, features uh, but it was more interesting once we started keepers we we took a group of 25 kids you know in Israel in Europe many other countries and we created a, a parliament of children and we asked them how they feel about it so actually one of the kids which mainly most of the kids are smarter than us they told us you know at schools if we are doing something wrong the teacher will be there to correct us on social media nobody's there Oh, and I was wow. like, if this is what the child would say, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing and, it right. And, and that's, a, that's a very good point that perhaps oftentimes uh, parents don't realize either. But think about that. That's, that's a very worthy concern that you brought up that the kids are telling you. You know, if we if do something wrong, the teacher corrects us right away, hopefully. Uh, but social media, it's a free-for-all. And we may know we're doing something wrong or saying something inappropriate or allowing someone to talk to us in an inappropriate way, but nobody's there to fix it. Well, apparently Keepers is there. (laughs) That's one good example. We're chatting with Hanan Lipskin, the founder of Keepers Child Safety. You want to visit keepers.ai. And while you're at it, hit us up at intotomorrow.com to watch the video of his interview. We'll be back right after this with more. Don't go away. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Thanks for tuning in to Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the founder of Keepers Child Safety, Hanan Lipskin. Uh, so you guys maintain not only, I guess, a list of words that you think uh, could be a problem, might be offensive or, or otherwise, um, but also uh, websites that they shouldn't be visiting either. And again, as you mentioned, uh, to be fair, it's all based on age categories as well. And the parent can make those determinations, obviously. But those are things that you'll pick up on and then share with the parent who has the parent app on their phone, if I'm getting that correct. Yes? Absolutely. But we are at the beginning, we started by keywords. But, you know, it's sometimes interesting because most of the time in the slang, we're using some bad words to emphasize something. Yeah, true. And I don't, I don't need to give examples. We all, we all understand those. Um, so it's not only about words. It's about the content. So basically, we are collecting messages in the time frame of 15 minutes. It's funny because after 15 minutes, most of the children are too tired to continue bullying each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, they're, or they're bored with the conversation. So, <laughs> so they've yeah. moved on now or something. Yeah. Exactly. So on those 15 minutes, we are collecting the content. And then once we have many characters as possible, then we can understand is this is this T-shirt is F amazing or something bad happened? You know, so this is really helping us. It's not only about keywords, it's about the content, which is really important. Uh, so this is what we're doing at Keepers. It's called NLP, which is the understanding of text. 
based on AI. But the, the, the funny part about it, when we started, we started in the Hebrew language. And only 10 million people in the world speak Hebrew, which means no one. No. So we had to create the, <laughs> we had to create the NLP from scratch, which was good because once we moved to Italy, we landed in the southern part of Italy, like in Naples, it's different language than in Milan. But because we had created the NLP in-house for Hebrew, it was easier for us to close the gap for different languages. So it was interesting. So now once we're going to the state, even in the state, in the United States, there's different dialects between the East Coast, the West Coast, different slang language. So this is something which is always evolving and we're always learning. And at the beginning, the, the benchmark, you know, it's a machine learning. It's always in, in, in the making, in the learning, in the process. So this is where artificial intelligence or AI really can come in handy to help you mold the app in this sense uh, to be able to detect some of these things because of different languages, different dialects, different regions. I can see where that can become a major issue. And you probably were kind of pulling your hair out saying, how are we going to handle this? But you did. No, my hair is still here. So yes, that's here. a good sign. Yeah. As we can see on the video, and we want to remind our audience, speaking of the video, be sure to come by intotomorrow.com and you'll check out the video with Hanan and I talking about Keepers and showing you how it works, as, as you've been describing. Uh, first of all, before I forget to ask you, is there a cost involved uh, for the, the child version, uh, the parent's copy, that sort of thing? How does that work? So, yes, we are charging for the product. We are charging for $4 per month per household. And the reason that we are charging for the product, because as everybody knows, when the product is for free, you are the product, and we are not using the information for any uh, marketing purposes. You know, we don't want to use it. We don't want to misuse our solution. Uh, so it's a $4 per month per household, regardless of the number of kids that you have. Uh, yeah. Okay, so again, $4 per month per household. So that's very mm -hmm. handy, too. If, if you're a parent with many kids, uh, one is many in, <laughs> in some cases, I'm sure. But uh, if you've got multiple kids in the household, $4 a month, you got them covered. And various age groups, At what is the youngest uh, uh, category, if you will? And then the oldest, I'm assuming, would be up to 18. And at that point, it's it's up to them and their parents to decide if they should be monitored, I guess. To be honest, um, we are targeting for my first smartphone. Because after the age of 14, in my opinion, Keepers is irrelevant. But at the age of 8, once they're having the first smartphone, or maybe 10, uh, depending on the parents, this is the time when they're developing the automatical behavior. Because if somebody will teach them, you know, there's consequences when you're sending a message uh, to somebody else, they need to understand it. And then once they will become adult or once they will come to the age of 16 and they grow up in this environment when they understand the reaction to the action, um, there will be no need for keepers anymore because you just need to correct the automatic behavior just as the teacher does at school. Same, same approach. Sure. Uh, so we are targeting for my first smartphone. And as I always say to parents, smartphone is like fire. You can burn down the house or you can make food with it. Yeah. No, it depends how you use it. That's that's a good uh, analogy, I think. It is. A smartphone is like fire. And I think the younger they are, I'm glad you mentioned like eight and nine years old and that sort of thing, because a lot of times they're just hearing things at school, maybe even on the playground, you know, uh, other students saying things. 
and they wonder, but then they'll repeat it, perhaps not even knowing what it means or, or any consequence involved. Uh, and that's something that a parent should be aware of. And hopefully, uh, I'm sure your parents' reactions have been very positive about knowing what's going on. But what have the kids' reactions been? Uh, I'm sure you're hearing from some of the kids, too. Do they have a problem with being monitored? And if so, oh, well, too bad. Uh, you know, you're the kid, I'm the parent. Uh, but what has been their reaction overall? So as long as it's, uh, you know, as a contract between the parent and the child, I'm giving you the smartphone and there are some obligation, which sometimes I need to check if everything is okay. Good. If, you know, without keepers, most of the people will sneak into the child and open their messages. But if they deleted the bad one, you will never see it. For keepers, you will. Uh, you know what I will share with you? Another story about a child. It was in Victoria in Australia. They had the biggest quarantine time in the world, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And one kid was texting on Discord. It's equivalent to WhatsApp. And he was sending it to his friend, um, let's create a suicide pack and let's go to the woods. A suicide then the mother, Oh, my gosh. And then in the middle of the night, at 12 o'clock, plus minus, they went to the forest. And since keepers, we have the geolocation tracking as well. Um, the mother find out the boys. Um, and then two days later on, she called us from Australia. Uh, you know, it was it was a deep conversation. Uh, and actually, we saved our lives. And, you know, actually, almost every day I get those letters to, to, to our system. Uh, two days ago, there was a kid here in Tel Aviv uh, who has a special needs, and he decided that he's running away from school because somebody offended him, which is fine. But even when kids running out of school, they will never run out from school without their smartphone. Yeah. Now, he has a special need, and he was lost in the middle of town, and Tel Aviv is a very bustling city. It's the equivalent of New York in Israel, smaller, but equivalent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the parents went to panic attack, and then they remember, hey, we have Keeper Boom. They found out where he was. And I don't want to imagine what could happen if it was almost impossible to track him. Yeah. Oh, amazing. So, so what, you know, it's, it's not, those stories are not too far away. My nieces, we had the story. I just opened it with my nieces, my own personal story. Uh, it's there, you know. We, and, and as I always say, we can go like horses. We can blindfold our eyes and we cannot look to the right or to the left, but it's there. Sure, um, sure. So and the parent can be better parents. We are not replacing them. We're just giving them tools. Absolutely. And and you hit the nail on the head, as we say, uh, so to speak, when you talked about, okay, here's the deal. I'm giving you a smartphone, but there are rules. And one of the rules is I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on what you're doing on the smartphone. And a good parent will do that. And let's hope they're all good parents. I wish that was the case. But for the most part, if you get and use keepers, I think you're a good parent. Now, real quick, Hanan, because we're fast running out of time, but you mentioned uh, WhatsApp and Facebook. Uh, can you also do this on regular messaging, text messaging? Does Keepers work on TikTok, which a lot of the younger kids are getting on uh, and dealing with on a regular basis as well? Uh, are, there, are there apps that it just will not work with so parents are at least uh, aware uh, to perhaps keep a better eye on the phone physically uh, if you're unable to do those kinds of things? So we can also detect on TikTok, on Telegram, which is highly important, yeah. even on Snapchat, because you need to remember that the message is deleted once you receive it, like James Bond kind of yeah. uh, <laughs> feature. So basically what we're doing, we have a stack on the child device because we're collecting the message every 15 minutes. So even if they will delete the message, that's fine. We already collected it. So Gotcha. 
Oh, yeah. excellent. And more information can be obtained, no doubt, at Keepers, K-E-E-P-E-R-S, Keepers.ai, as in artificial intelligence. And is the app available for uh, Android and iPhone at this point? That is correct. Good. Terrific. And hopefully find it in the App Store even. We certainly want to get you back on again. You're doing a heck of a great job saving lives. I mean, there's not too many apps that can say they're saving lives. Keepers can say that. So Hanan Lipskin, the founder of Keepers Child Safety, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us and keep up the good work. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Keep up that good work. As I mentioned, keepers.ai. We'll link you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Be sure and come by and see the video with Hanan. And we're showing you how this works as he's talking about it. Again, intotomorrow.com. Check it out and visit keepers.ai. I'm Dave Graveline at intotomorrow.com. Much more right after this, right here on the Advanced Media Network. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Call 800-970-8405. That's 800-970-8405. It's Dave's grandson, Cameron. From all of us at Into Tomorrow, I especially hope that your Christmas is extra special, just like you, and that Santa gives you all the tech that you want. So be good. I have. Now back to my favorite elf, Pepe Dave. Oh, well, thank you, Cameron. I, I notice how he says, I hope Santa brings you all the tech you want. Not He doesn't say all the tech you deserve. Because as a kid, he probably wouldn't deserve as much, but all the tech he wants. He deserves the world. Well, of course he does. Yeah, Yeah, of course. I'm a little biased. He is my favorite grandson. He's your only grandson. (laughs) But he's my favorite because he's my only grandson. Anyway, I am Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Visit dexcom.com. It's time for our IFA history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. For this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. IFA history. IFA, IFA. Transmitting pictures is a very old dream of engineers. Already in 1883, Paul Nipkow, a German engineer, developed the basic idea of a disc with tiny holes. <laughs> which could break a picture into several pieces. The Nipkow disk, patented in 1884, became the basis of all future television technologies. In 1897, the German engineer Ferdinand Braun invented the cathode ray tube. He had no idea that he had created the basis of a future mass medium. Hundreds of millions of these tubes, CRT in short, became the core display of television sets for about 100 years and was the star at IFA for decades. That's this week's IFA update, brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.
Okay, we get it. Mike in Belmont, Mississippi. Wow, another Mississippi call today. Wow, a lot of folks in Mississippi participating this week. Love it. Uh, he listens on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, Mike, welcome into tomorrow. I'm trying to find a good Bluetooth sound bar that I can put in my bedroom. What I'd really love to do is put it on my back wall, away from the TV, kind of behind the bed, to where I feel like I'm in a movie. If you guys can help me with that, that'd be awesome. Well, Mike, we'll do our best. The size of both the space you want to work with and your wallet, of course, will determine what's best for you. If you're dealing with a small space and a relatively small budget, look into the Bose Solo 5. It's a compact but capable soundbar that retails for about 200 bucks. Yeah, Creative sells a small soundbar with a subwoofer called the Stage for under $100, too. Uh, we haven't heard it do its work, but there's a good chance that it'll work better if you're planning to have it up close. Um, if you go for that one, we suggest keeping your expectations low. If you can afford to spend more, Sonos sells a soundbar called the Arc that has gotten very good reviews and comes with Alexa as a bonus, if that's something you have any interest in. But, and, and really, is Alexa a bonus? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Um, but that one's going to stretch your finances a little more at about $800. $800? Yeah. I mean, I've got a, a... I like the one I recommended for 200 Yeah, well, I mean, I've got a Vizio set up in my living room at home, and, and this thing, you know, will rumble that whole house out with, you know, it's about a $700 system, but yeah. usually with these soundbars, you get what you pay for, and if you can spend oh, yeah. a little more money, you usually get better quality. And Mike, I'm sure you deserve it, so have yeah. Santa get you a nice soundbar, but there are many to choose from, and your best bet is to go and touch and feel and listen to some at various stores. Doesn't yeah. mean you have to buy from there, but see if they offer a good price. Yeah, I'm, I'm always telling people to check reviews on Amazon. Even if you don't buy from Amazon, it's a great place to start to get reviews. And then go look at your local stores. You may find it cheaper than even on Amazon these days. There you go. And just like Mike, when you call in and participate, even if you are just sending us a holiday greeting that we can use on the air... You qualify to win prizes. And while there's no promises or guarantees, we ask you to tell us when you call in an item or two that we're about to mention that you might like. And we'll do our best to get those to you. And I know everybody wants Dave's love handles for your smartphone, especially this holiday season. Perfect stocking stuffer. We might even send you a couple if you ask. And things like... From Skosh, we've got portable air purifying deodorizers that fit in most car cup holders. Oh, from Cosmo, Junior Track 2 smart watches for kids. EasyViz sent us an indoor pan and tilt Wi-Fi security camera. Ah, and Soundcore, portable waterproof Bluetooth speaker. And if you're into those old vintage games, Ilago sent protective silicone cases for Apple TV and Apple TV series remotes that are stylized as like those old Nintendo entertainment systems. Very cool. Yeah. And all you need to do is be heard on the air. Call us at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or visit us at intotomorrow.com. Mash that Ask Dave microphone button on the right from any device with a browser. Or download the free Into Tomorrow app and use that message to studio button. All that info is available for you at intotomorrow.com. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. 
no medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at 800 956 0683. 800 956 0683. Hello, into tomorrow listeners. This is H. You know, there are lots of tech items you can ask Santa for this year, from fancy smartphones to very high resolution TVs. But you know what has a lot of tech in them? Cars. Just saying. Back to you, Dave. You know, he's absolutely right, which is why I ended up arm-twisted buying the 2022 Acura MDX. It has the most tech of any car I test drove or know about. And buying that high-tech car was so much fun, you can do it again and buy me one. I I don't need an Acura, but you can give me a... I don't have any money left after that. But thank you, H. He's absolutely correct about that. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Autonomous, ergonomic office furniture that helps you work from home productively. Check out Autonomous.ai. Frank in Raleigh, North Carolina, listens on WPTF. Hey, Frank. I would like to know if there is a tutorial that I can download into my phone, how to learn Mac Air. Well, as a matter of fact, Frank, yes, there is. Apple puts out guides for all of the products which can be accessed on their site or downloaded to your devices. The URL isn't the most straightforward, long, convoluted, so come by this week's show, intotomorrow.com. We'll link you there, uh, but it's easy. Yeah, now, if you don't mind not having the tutorial saved to your phone, there are plenty of them online. In particular, if you find a feature that you're having trouble with, YouTube will probably have a walkthrough by some user that might help you out. Now, keep in mind that a MacBook Air is a pretty versatile little computer, so you won't find a single guide that will teach you everything that it can do. Oh, that's for sure. And that's where some of the user videos can be handy. But you always have to be leery of those because you don't know if what they're telling you is absolutely accurate. At least the stuff from Apple you got to know is accurate. It may not be all the info you want, but it's going to be accurate. Yeah. And, of course, if you want to share with us a holiday greeting, we want to hear it. We will add music, keep it around 30 seconds or less, and get it to us the best way is using the Ask Dave Mike at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.